Okay. Okay. This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Rob had a huge interview with the Iranian band, Confessed, last week. I can't believe he used all his time with them to pepper them with questions about Uncle Fazal. Lamb Goat is never gonna retweet that Rob. Come on. And now, here's the Metal Injection Livecast. It's Fazal. Fazal. Uh, well, I, I think, right? It's not really Fazal. And that's not true anyway, because you spent at least 20 minutes talking to them about Tabuli. <laughs> and Baba Ganoush. Is that Ant Tabuli? <laughs> I definitely <laughs> talked to them about Palafaresh. What is that? It's a nice Persian stew. I thought that was just you saying hello fresh in a weird accent. Yeah. <laughs> We're branching out to yeah. international market. If you are in Iran and you want to try hello fresh, try Palohoresh. Yeah. Promo code Metal Injection 30. Here you go. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast, episode 416. We're going to have Trey. 417. 417. We're going to have Trey from Dying Fetus calling into the show in just a little bit. And uh, we have the four of us here all episode long. Isn't that exciting? Don't. Get ahead of yourself. You never know what might happen. Oh, yeah. no. One of us might have to run to the toilet again. That's I might happened. Ha- I might have to have a stroke. You, no. might, you might have to? Yeah. <laughs> you mean a stroke like a brain clot or yeah. a stroke? Like you're going to go in the bathroom and stroke <laughs> it? Well, I, it Either depends or. what we're talking about this week. I mean, you never know when the feeling might take me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Sid, who might have a stroke. <laughs> I'm Rob. We have Noah here. Hello. I was coughing. And 3D. Hi, everyone. Delicious, Darren Delgado. Mm. I'm delicious this week. This week, you look very delicious with your Alice in Chains shirt. And with Cyclones. A literal hat. Alice from the uh, Brady Bunch in Chains. Rest in peace. <laughs> Is she dead? Heart. I think so. I think she was the first yeah. one that died, I think, from that show. I don't know about that. I feel like uh, the dad died first. I'm didn't pretty he? sure he died after Alice uh, of AIDS. He had AIDS. Yeah, but that's why I thought he died. <laughs> Let's see, I'm going to look that. it up. I, I'm guessing uh, Robert Reed, the dad, or mid-90s, and Alice, early 90s or late 80s. Let's see. But I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. And also, you could be a part of the show, 213-WIDE-NUT. It's the number, 213-943-3688. Robert Reed died in 92. Mm-hmm. Ann B. Davis died 2014. Get out of 2014. here. 2014. That's a lie. She was 88 years old. All that right. was yesterday. Completely mm. wrong, and I stand mm. corrected. I and apologize then, to Ann B. Davis and her family. Wrong! Florence Henderson hey, last year, about two weeks after I saw her at a restaurant. Sorry, Florence. I own, a, I own up to when I'm mistaken. <laughs> we have a, a caller. What? He might just be listening, but we're going to put him on Is air. Peter Brady? Because this person dialed 213 Wide Nut, which is 213 Maybe they thought they were calling a ball stretching company. Nine one nine. This is not a ball stretching company. Area code nine one nine. That's me. Yep. What's up? What's your name? Oh, you can hear me. Yep. That's what happens when you're talking to. This, oh, hey. This is a two-way um, conversation. Yeah, I was listening here. to the cast. I saw the a post on Instagram, so I decided to call. Cool, cool, cool. We post on Instagram now. I'm guessing this is dying fetus. Who oh. Posted. oh okay. Are you? Uh, yeah, uh, I actually um. I wanted to listen to what was going to happen because Dying Fetus is actually my favorite band. I actually opened up for them last year with my band. Hmm. Oh, very cool. Was well, that nerve-wracking for you? Or were you excited? It was It was pretty intense, but they were really cool guys, and I was really glad about that. And I got to hang out with them after the show. It was a really cool deal. 
Do they give you any words of, uh, like, encouragement? Any, like, advice? I mean, not particularly. Um, do, do I was you, talking to Trey for a while, and he was kind of just geeking out about drum techniques. Do you do a, a similar uh, genre of music as they would? They they do? Yeah. Yeah, I play... I call it death metal as well, although it's uh, honestly a little less intense. I like to incorporate other things like a little bit of funk and uh, Ska. a little progressive aspect here and there. A little bit of country. Well, first of all, what's your... rock and roll. <laughs> what's your name? I'm Andrew. Andrew, what's the name of your band? It's called Wings of Steel. Wings of Steel. Oh. Isn't that like an a, NES game or something? Yeah. I would think that's like, like a power metal band. I was going to say, totally sounds like a power metal band. <laughs> okay. And an NES game. Can we hear a little bit I got of it. it. Well, are we going to thrash it or trash it? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Thrash it or trash it. That's a little video, uh, a little uh, game show that we play on here. You may not be familiar because you're probably new listening to the show. First time, first time. Yeah. Which is oh, where yeah. uh, we play yeah. an unsigned by you. By the way, the band is not signed, correct? Correct. So we play unsigned bands, and uh, we all, in our music snobbery, vote on it. And if everyone votes it up, we the person wins something. And we either thrash or trash oh. it. That's the voting yeah. system. And thrash simple. is the good one. Yeah. <laughs> Not trash. Okay. Exciting. So you got it, Rob? Rob's, I, too be- I, Rob's been eating potato chips. <laughs> yes, I got, I got the bag of potato <laughs> chips. Okay. Well, I have their... I, I have their um, band camp here, so give us a, a good song. I mean, there's only actually there's only one song. <laughs> Never mind. Well, there's only one professional one. Yeah. yeah. The stabbing, it's called. The stab. Do you want to say it? You would here. You talk it up like a DJ. Go ahead. <laughs> Next song by Wings of Steel. Get ready to stab all of your friends with the stabbing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right here on Metal Injection. Injection radio, Lyrics are here, but there's somebody. Tell us the what, story. What's the message of this song? Have a good time. While stabbing people? So are we stabbing with a knife or with our cocks? Is that like a metaphorical stabbing or a literal stabbing? And with a knife or with a cock? I mean... I'm not opposed to that interpretation of the song. Which interpretation? Both of them. I think they're both great interpretations. I see. You leave it up to the listener, however they want to take it in. Now, suppose someone someone heard your song and literally stabbed somebody. How would you feel about that? I mean, 
That would be pretty cool, especially if I was like playing on stage live when it happened, like in the audience. What if Obviously, the person I don't is... want anybody to actually get hurt. Well, I think well, if someone ideal. gets stabbed, well, then he they will. One of those like prop knives that they use in TV and films. I don't think that's what. And I just feel like he's kind of. Like I, you, what your intentions are good, but you're like doing shtick a little bit. Like, he's, yeah, he, I think it would be cool. If he wants got to sta- say whatever he thinks we want to hear, so he gets right. a thrash. Right, right. Well, who wants to go we're, first? We're here? we're just teasing, first off. But I will go first. I feel like live, uh, I might be into this, especially uh, if I'm uh, pre-gaming for dying fetus. I'll give it a mild thrash. There you go. Oh, my next. Sure. Um, I really uh, went into this expecting to hate it. Not going to lie. And that first uh, opening riff grabbed me. I enjoyed it. It didn't stab you. It did not (laughs) stab me. I was grabbed but not stabbed. That's the name of their EP. And uh, the lyrics are a little bit inane and dumb. But the growling doesn't put me off. I have to say it's intelligible. Yeah, yeah. a good enunciating on the steps of buddy. Yeah, I can hear it. It's it's anthemic. Uh, it it works. It works. I don't, I think the lyrics are shitty, uh, but I can overlook that. A lot of songs I like have shitty lyrics. If you tighten that up, it could be really really good. I like it. I thrash it. Yeah, I'm going to thrash it as well. I thought it was fun, and I like the fact that despite the growling, I could actually understand what you were saying. <laughs> and and maybe I'm giving too much credit, but I, I'm not going to call the lyrics shitty. I think it was intentionally dumbed down for humor. It, uh, can or I just, for just I, chantability. I don't want to step on your analysis, oh, but I think... I, I just it, it, ch- Simple is good. Yeah. Simple is good, but uh, there's a line where it's just repetitive. Well, I we felt, I'm, is there more? No, are there different that lyrics? was it. That was the whole. The, that was all the diversity of the lyrics. Really? It, yeah, just it loops again. It loops again. Stab. Some, I'll read it to you right I mean, now. Oh, but. you have the. Oh, okay. Stab somebody. Stab somebody four times. Now it's time. I'm losing my mind. I can't control this urge to stab somebody. <laughs> stab somebody four times. I don't care. 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 And then stab somebody eight times. And then it's over. Uh, by the way, also on the band camp, there is a, a band logo that I would say looks like um, if a death metal band's logo, like stereotypical death metal band's logo, was drawn by an eight-year-old. Hold on, I gotta look. That's what it looks like. So that's terrible. So change that. Wings of Steel, I think, is a good name. I, honestly, it's like sort of maybe it's ironic. I don't, think, I don't think it represents the band sound, though. It makes me think of a different yeah, type of sound. I agree. That's fair. Oh. That's fair. Where does the name of the band come from? Yeah, how did you come up with the name? It just sounded cool. Um, I got it from Painkiller by Judas Priest. Oh. oh. That doesn't also, again, doesn't seem reflective of the type of music you're playing. Although I love Judas Priest. So. And Painkiller, my favorite uh, Judas Priest album. Well, maybe that's his way of I mean, like, great paying song. tribute. Okay. Like well, he likes to play a different kind of mu- well, know, that's music. Well, uh, well Noah wait, did Noah, go. Noah, yeah, Noah what did you go. say? Uh, what's your thrash or trash opinion? Uh, well, I keep singing, stab somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely catchy. It's an, it's an earworm for sure. Uh, and I really, um, I didn't particularly like the the bass like that, that opening bass. Yeah, ride. it made me think like the bassist must have recorded the track. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna turn myself way up. Yeah. Oh, uh, what do you play in the in the in the band, Andrew? I do bass. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> it all makes sense. I just felt like I, I actually I do the vocals as well. 
Oh, okay. Well, I felt like, I don't know, there was just something about it, it was too fuzzy. Uh, but then the the riff that came after that was uh, really, um, uh, what word am I looking for? It was, it, like, infectious. Mm-hmm. So I thrash it. Well, there you have it. That's a win, right? Yeah. Four for four. Thank you, you guys. You Thank win. You. What do you win, Rob? You win uh, having your band played on the Metal yeah. Injection Live. Oh, band. really? We don't have anything to well, send them? We got a free CD, but I don't but think But this isn't an, an official planned game of Thrash It or right. Trash It. So do we give prizes for impromptu? We could be nice. We have a book well, we could you, send them. What book? Oh, yeah. The, the book that I brought a couple that weeks one ago. Over there. Uh, we have a great book. Don't, don't a spoil porno, A terrific, a wonderful book. We will send you a surprise book. Where does he <laughs> have to give his information? Email me at uh, robinmetalinjection.net. R-O-B. Do you read books, Andrew? Um, occasionally. What was the last book you read? Um, okay. Well, I was, I'm like halfway through the first Game of Thrones book. Oh, oh so only right. 1,450 more pages to go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm taking my time. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, well, we're going to put you back on hold. We're going to have Trey on in about uh, 15 minutes or so. We'll ask if he remembers your band. <laughs> if he felt like stabbing somebody after hearing it, yeah. what if what if we ask him? You remember this band? And he goes, "Oh yeah, that's the stabs." Yeah, stabs somebody. Like he just gets all into <laughs> it right away. Somebody. That that would be awesome. That would make me very happy. How, how, uh, how many times did you uh, play with Dying Fetus live? Only once. Close <laughs> enough. All right, Andrew, you're back on hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. So uh, I want, before we get to Trey from Dying Fetus, I want to talk about uh, con- this continual narrative that we've been discussing in the last uh, few months or maybe years of yes. Hulk Hogan's lies <laughs> about, uh, about Metallica. Uh, and <clears throat> he keeps saying they're good. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, that's... Ah, zinged you. I Come zinged on. the Metallica. Metallica's great. The I like Metallica back when they were more white power, brother. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do songs about black people anymore, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad impression, because Hulk Hogan wouldn't say black people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. That's a different guy. <laughs> so, ju- a quick recap. For years, Hogan was going around giving interviews, <laughs> lying, saying that blatantly when, lying, blatantly lying, saying that when Cliff Burton tragically passed away, he auditioned to be the <laughs> basis of Metallica. Right. Here is a direct quote from the Sun that he gave many moons ago. He goes. I used to be a session musician before I was a wrestler. Mm-hmm. I played bass guitar. I was big pals with Lars Ulrich. <laughs> and he asked me if I wanted to play bass with Metallica in their early days, but it didn't work out. Okay, so now let's establish what we know that from Hulk Hogan's mouth, what happened. He knew Lars before any of this. He knew him, and Lars came to him and said, I would like you to join my band. Now, before we even get any further in the story, this is so this is such a ridiculous statement because Cliff Burton died in 1987. Right. 1987 was the year of WrestleMania 3. 
arguably the peak of Hulk Hogan's career when Metallica, like as a band, Metallica was like any other band, you know, like they were not yet the biggest metal band in the world. It made absolutely no sense from a business point of view that. But did he specifically say Cliff Burton or is he just saying maybe in the early days? Not in this one, but he's absolutely said. What do you mean in the er There was no earlier days like Cliff Burton was the. Wasn't he? Oh, no, no. Ron McGovney was the original. Right. There you McGovney go. Boom. Lloyd, wasn't there a Lloyd Grant or something? Oh, yeah, Fucking yeah. fake news over here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Get your shit together. So man. this story, like, he kept repeating it so much that it must have gotten to, like, some of the producers of the Howard Stern tribe. I bet it was Shuley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, Sh- and, like, they go to Howard and they talk, they they laugh about this story about how absurd it is that Hogan right. said that he tried to audition for Metallica. And then two weeks later, Lars Ulrich was in studio promoting the movie, and his response was basically, Hulk who? (laughs) (laughs) No, it was exactly that. That's a quote. He said, Hulk who? (laughs) He said, it sounds like haiku. (laughs) Uh, Here's his, you know what? I'm blessed or cursed, depending on how you look at it. This is Lars. Uh, Without having more or less a photographic memory for pretty much anything that I've been a part of. That one, when that showed up two or three months ago, I was scratching my head over that one. <laughs> Unless he went by, I don't know, Hulk Hogan. I don't know enough about him. I'm not a huge wrestling fan. Unless he went by, like, his Christian name or something. <laughs> if anybody knows what his Christian name was. If there was a whole thing that we did with him under a different name. But I certainly have no recollection of doing anything with, quote, Hulk Hogan. I think he would. Hulk Hogan. Wouldn't you remember a big fucking six foot <laughs> yeah. eight doofus yeah. fucking on steroids walking into your studio? So then, uh, naturally, when, when it got it, like, this was a big story that Lars was like, who gives a, like, who? Right. who? Everyone picked up yeah, on it. Yeah, it led CNN for three days in a row. I it think. was huge. So... Then he fucking changes the story uh, or, or, or like it, it kept changing from Cliff to like auditioning. No, no. OK, let me backtrack. It initially started with him saying he auditioned when Metallica was looking to replace Newstead. Oh, oh, that part. I don't, that I don't was remember. when it started, okay. because that was also when he tried to run for president and like was doing all this <laughs> bullshit. So he was saying anything. Would you rather have Hulk Hogan or Trump as the president? Oh God! Take a you got to pick one. Uh, Hulk Hogan He's a better liar I don't know uh, no. I guess he's not I don't know That's that's a he's tough one just as As like You know His you politics know what? I think we should shooting. We should This could be our question Of the week We don't do this every week But for our listeners <laughs> Record a voicemail If you go to Metalinjection.net Slash livecast Look at the speak pipe widget On the page You can record it there Or record a voice memo With your phone Email it to hate mail at metalinjection.net. Let us know who who you would rather have as your president right now, Donald Trump or Hulk Hogan. Oh, should we give them an other also? Maybe someone else. No, I, those then two. everybody would yeah. pick other. Those two. Yeah. That's a hard one. So <laughs> it has to be someone shitty. Then he <laughs> then he then he uh, changes story to like he was hanging out with Jerry Hall, who's like oh. the, uh, who's uh, Mick Jagger's like I don't know ex wife. I don't know what you would call. Yeah, him. that's that's it. <laughs> were they married? I, I don't know if so. they were married. Yes, I believe oh, okay. so. I think she's married to Rupert Murdoch now. Isn't oh, she? that's right. But anyway, so Ugh. that he would, they were at like an award show and that the Rolling Stones needed a basis. So he recorded a demo for the Stones. What? And then he sent that same demo to Metallica's people, but he never heard back. Right. right? Uh-huh. So now there's a new interview recently from James Hetfield 
where he was basically given a bunch of photos to react to. <laughs> and somebody found the Photoshop. One of these uh, people who did this video found the Photoshop that I did Aww. of like a, like a and justice for all photo shoot I took. And I just swapped out Newstead for Hogan. It's the best photo of Hulk Hogan. It's like from, it's like from WrestleMania one when he had that big round it's head. It's actually from 1987. <laughs> like a I, big pumpkin head. I did it. So it would, it would match what he wow. looked like at that time. <laughs> There was so much care and thought in your work. And honestly, like, it maybe took me 10 minutes. I'm not going to lie. But seeing the reaction. A little. A a little. I don't know. I I, I don't want to spend more than 10 minutes on a photo. I feel it's not worth. So you spent the maximum time you give yourself? On, like, dumb photoshops. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, worth it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was so worth it. Just, like, the reaction of James Hetfield when he saw it (laughs) was perfect. And then his answers were so good. So let's play this audio of of him responding to this interview where they were just giving him various photos to react to and and his reaction. Okay. You know this guy. Mm -hmm. And you know his version of history. (laughs) I don't know his version of history. I don't remember him. But anyway, uh, yeah, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he talks a lot about it. It was a time. But what? what is it? He, he was in the band for a minute? No, but he tried to be in the band. I think he's saying that he was in the auditions when you yeah. were looking. Really? Yeah. Huh. Definitely not. But anyway. <laughs> Never met him, yeah! Uh, he makes us look uh very small (laughs) okay that's it so Rob is such a proud papa right now imagine he took that home and it's hanging on his refrigerator (laughs) it's like his certificate yeah so this was a few days ago i posted this it was it was a good it was a good time had by all Then I saw today there is a new Hogan interview. It had to be from earlier this week because he's talking about oh some God. signing he did over the weekend. And it was a radio interview. So here, here's the thing. I feel like this was recorded with like a camera a microphone uh-huh. in the studio, but it's not plugged into the board. So you couldn't hear the caller's question. But based on his response, I'm pretty sure he, the caller asked, Hogan about the rumor that he tried to go for Metallica. Mm. Even after all this, even after been proven wrong, right. countless times by MetalInjection.net, <laughs> he still refuses. I was a studio musician, right? Okay. Up and down the East Coast, finally came back to Florida, got the, the bad to the bone band. You together. made that much. I didn't yeah. realize that. Years He's talking about how he was in a band called Bad to the Bone and Rampage. Ugh. It's so Wings of Steel. So I was with Century Artists out of Atlanta. Finally came back to Florida. And when you're in high school, there's like 10 different bands, right? Yeah. So when I got back, I grabbed the best drummer out of one band, the best keyboard player. I played bass and I got a good lead guitar player. And we had- That's how Slipknot was formed. <laughs> Ruckus, the band that would kick your ass. We were getting ready to go national. We were getting ready to go national. I'm getting Metallica in a minute. We were getting, we were getting ready to go national and, and open up for a Blackfoot. You yeah, know? yeah. And a, a buddy of mine, Wizard, he's playing Mother's Finest, started playing bass with him. So a buddy of mine, Wizard. The Grand there's, Wizard. There's yeah. so much to digest in this. The, the Grand Wizard. The, the Grand Wizard of the KKK is who he's talking It was this dude from Alabama. I don't know if you know. His name was David Duke, bro. (laughs) 
good buddy of mine. He played he played the drums in my band, dude. Wings of Steel, brother. Long story short, one guy just got married, and another guy's girlfriend's gonna have a baby. He didn't want Is he leave. just singing <laughs> the lyrics to Summer of '69? <laughs> <laughs> this didn't happen to you, Hulk. It happened to Brian Adams in Canada. I got my first real six string, brother. I bought it at the five and died. That's dude. exactly what that was just now. <laughs> Billy quit. Jimmy got married. I mean, that's exactly that's the fucking wizard quit. <laughs> David Duke got married. <laughs> Come on, and Hulk. then I met Lars Ulrich too. <laughs> Dip Does that shit. ever happen to you when you start telling a story and halfway through you realize it didn't happen to you, it happened to one of your friends or something? Uh, or it's like a song? No, because I'm not a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. well, no, no, just sit. Okay. <laughs> okay, so here's a little, a little more. He's about to get to the Metallica part. And I said, are you kidding me? After all this time we've been together, we got this huge break to open for this national act and we got all our original stuff ready to go and they wouldn't go. And I said, that's it. I'm done with you guys. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm quitting. I'm gonna be a wrestler. And they all just. They all just belly laughed and fell on the floor it laughing wasn't so he already hard. Yeah. a wrestler at that point. Like yes. Did he so give what, a year? What yeah, year? Yeah. What year is this? this well, can we use context clues to get a year from that? Like, what did he? I, I, I'm assuming this is like 78, uh, 79. Well, maybe he wasn't a big wrestler yeah. then. He was. So already, he was wrestling already, but yeah. he wasn't like. But his a star. friends wouldn't have laughed at him if he was already into wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. So this he's making it seem like this, this whole was thing, yeah, like what pushed him to at first get into wrestling. Yeah, look, right. guys, this whole thing is a lie. We he's playing like keep shifting. Right. But I feel like this incarnation of the, of events is the least difficult to believe. I mean, all yeah. he's saying is he just sent an audition tape oh, yeah, to Metallica. Saying, I can believe that. Well, no, he, he's not even that at that point yet. He's just saying he tried to get a band together, right? And he just couldn't. So he was like, oh, "All right, I this isn't ahead. happening to I'm me." I'm sorry, I jumped. So ahead. I'm just going to become a wrestler. Fast forward. Um, I had doing the whole many thing during the '80s. Um, saw that the bass player from the Rolling Stones, you know, they needed a new bass player. So I happened to be with uh, Jerry Hall over in the UK doing an entertainment show. Her and I were presenters. Yeah. And after we presented, I was like, well, how can I get in here? How can I say something? This and that and the other. Also, like, Jerry Hall has any fucking say. Like, could you imagine Jerry Hall going like, I've got great basses for your band, Mick. He's like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, Jerry Hall. I'm not even You never know. <clears throat> right. Yes, yeah, right. And so all of a sudden, we go backstage, she goes, oh, my son is a huge fan. Would you mind selling, sending some merchandise? Went, oh, no problem. <laughs> and by the way, tell Mick that I played bass. I played for 10 years. I was a studio guy. I know every song you guys play. Stand on three chord progression. Everything you guys play, you know? And, and I, oh, I'd love to be in the band. Never heard a word from her. Never heard a word from anybody. Then we fast forward to, I saw Metallica was looking for a bass player, right? Oh, oh my God, Metallica, man! I'm making tapes. <laughs> Are you really? That yeah. sounds crazy. I'm sending stuff to Metallica. Never heard a word from them either. Oh, by the way, I don't think uh, Jerry Hall is British, is she? Oh, she, she or we're I like so, something from? Isn't she from like Wales? Or? I think she's American. I'm pretty sure. I think you yeah. might be right, but let me look it up. Sorry to cut off. But Hulk. that was it. That he was like, I sent Metallica audition tapes, and I never heard back. So that's the third iteration of the story now. Wow. Good job. Good job. Hulk Hogan. He's a nut. American. He's a fucking nut. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Thank you, Warrior. She was born she... in Gonzales, Texas. Oh, my God. 
I've been to Gonzales, Texas. Yeah. That's so random. I had no Did idea. You go to the birthplace of Jerry Hall. It's an absolute shithole. <laughs> really? It's what? it's a sh- it, it's the a super small town. Well, it's Texas. Yeah, but even Isn't for it, like, Texas, oh, it's a shithole in a shithole. Yes. Hole. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. Oof. Did you audition for the Rolling Stones in Gonzales, Texas? Yes, but it was just three homeless men. <laughs> what, what were you doing there in Gonzales? Uh, uh, there's a family member owns a business there. Oh, what kind of business? An in-law. Am I being too nosy now? Well, I don't want people going. Oh, yeah, don't no one's going to go to Gonzales, there's, Texas. There's only Maybe w- we have li- listeners in Texas. There's only one business in Gonzales. There's an <laughs> auto parts, auto parts store okay. owned by my mother-in-law. There you go. Now you know, fans. They'll usually... No, don't do that. Okay. Well, I think it's time we get uh, to our very special guest. We have uh, Metallica's Lars Ulrich in studio to deny Hulk Hogan's claims. No. No, no, no. No, no. I wonder if if Trey Williams knows about all this and what he thinks of it. We could ask Trey. He's probably into Gonzalez. (laughs) Uh, We're going to have Trey from Dying Fetus on momentarily. Sid, let them know what the number to dial is if they want to ask Trey a question. It's 213-WIDE-NUT. That's right. That's 213-943-3688. Talking about dying fetus. Hello, this is Trey. Hey, Trey. It's Rob. You are on the air with the Metal Injection Livecast. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking some time. I am... Not alone. I have some co-hosts. I'm here with Noah. Hello. Sid. Hey. And Darren. Hello. Hi, guys. And uh, I wanted to first mention, of course, your new album is out now. It has a very passive title. Wrong one to fuck with. (laughs) You can only say it in that way. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It is wonderful. Right on. It is a fantastic album. Cool, thanks. And you guys are going to be busy all summer. You're going to be on the Summer Slaughter Tour, along with the Black Dahlia Murder, the Faceless, and a bunch of other very good bands. It's an exciting time to be in Dying Fetus. This is, I feel like uh, the momentum is kind of, uh, this is like the biggest Dying Fetus has ever been. You guys are, are, are shifting upwards. We're very fortunate. We're really lucky that, you know, our fans have stuck with us for so long and have allowed us to, to grow like this. And we're, we're really thrilling. It's cool. And, uh, you know, you're technically the newest member of the band, of the trio. And, and, and when you joined the band, I'm wondering, did you at any point have like a conversation with your parents or loved ones? And you're like, yeah, you know, I'm joining this great new band. Oh, what, what are they called? And then you have to be like, oh dying fetus and then there's that mo- was there that awkward moment there or or your family's totally down with the death metal well they knew who uh, they, they're not all down with death metal but they knew i was into a band called dying fetus oh. and uh so they were they were all they, they thought it was all right they thought it was pretty cool that i got to play for a band that i liked already so weren't you in a band called severed head before <laughs> i guess <laughs> yeah yes yes <laughs> So I guess it's an upgrade from a severed head to a, a, a dying, dying fetus. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Maybe. I still love those guys. It's good times. Uh, and, you know, Dying Fetus to us uh, is a very important band. When we started Metal Injection uh, as a video show, uh, Praise the Lord was our, our theme song, and it's still kind of 
in our bumpers. So we were always huge and, fans of, of the band. And also, Dying Fetus was one of the first metal bands that we all went to go see together. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at a Lamar? local venue. You're making Lamar, him yeah. feel old here. Jeez. No, we're just well, trying to uh, illustrate how important Dying Fetus is to us. Well, that's cool. That's cool. It's, it's neat that I got to be a weird, the, the band gets, gets to be a part of that. So that's cool. Thanks. Now, before you joined the band, what was your favorite album from the band that, that the band made? What's your like, le- like favorite legacy Dying Fetus album? Killing on Adrenaline, for sure. That's my favorite. Same here. Yeah, that's that's got all the bangers on it. Uh, as close to bangers as Dying Fetus <laughs> could have. Well, I think what, what's cool, what, I think what makes I would you, have to agree. Yeah, like what makes you guys uh, stand out is it's not only, you know, relentless death metal, but there's a very big focus on the groove, which I'm sure you're a very big part of. Uh, and that's that's what I love about the band is that I could really like get some whiplash from like deep headbanging. That's what drew me to the band when I was just a fan, you know. Same same kinds of things, man. You know the way that uh, the style that the guys created in the past is just it's such a neat formula. And, and uh, how do you like? I feel like uh, groove is important if you're doing death metal pop music. I think the groove might be the most important thing because if the person isn't like along for the ride they're not paying attention like what are your thoughts on the groove yeah you gotta keep you gotta keep them heads moving you gotta keep the bodies wanting to get and do things whether it's push their friend next to them or spin around and have a good old time you know it's all about grooving you know is it easy working with John because didn't he drum a little bit? Like, doesn't he play drums as well? So is it easy to work with a guitar player who understands the technicality of what you're doing? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he played on the very first Dying Fetus album. And, uh, you know, he knows how to play a little bit. But some of the things that, you know, he might want to orchestrate are outside of his ability on the kit at the moment you know it doesn't mean he's not a creative person uh behind the kit he definitely comes up with some cool stuff sometimes he jumps behind the kit and it's like hey can you try something like this and you know always take it to uh to heart i mean the guy's been in the band the whole time so definitely got an opinion that matters something now do you find yourself uh still do you still consume death metal are you still seeking out new bands or or do you kind of need something else to listen to, to to take a break from it I, I don't listen to too much stuff, to be honest. I actually really stick with the past. It, it might be kind of sad, but like, I always find myself coming back to certain albums, and, and and new music makes it into that rotation. But most of the time, it's just nostalgia. Uh, so, what are uh, what are some albums that you find yourself coming back to all the time? Uh, using "Sickness as a Hero" by Human Remains. I always mm-hmm. fall back on that, and and uh, need to control by brutal truth. I always find myself listening to that. Um, those are those are some cool. Uh, we have we have some callers, uh, and if you would like to ask cool. Trey a question, number to dial two one three wide nut two one three nine four three three six eight eight, and uh, we've actually had a caller on for for a little bit. 
And uh, his name is Andrew. Andrew, you are back on the air with Trey. Hey, what's up? Hey, Andrew. What's your question, Andrew, if you have one? Oh, well, uh, hey, Trey. Uh, uh, my band opened for your band last year, Greensboro, um, Arizona Pete's. Do you remember me? We hung out after the show for a little bit. <laughs> oh, what was the name of your band again? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, um, give me some uh, a little bit more. Uh... Wings of Steel. Oh, yeah. Actually, I do remember you. Actually, today I was driving the band van, and uh, I looked down in the console, and there's the demo you guys gave us. So, yeah. No, I absolutely remember you now, for sure. Hope your band's doing well. Thanks, man. Um, really loving the new album. I'm glad you guys are finally putting out another one. Cool. Well, thank you. They uh, have a uh, a future top ten hit called "Stab Everybody." Stab somebody. The stabbing. Somebody. It was the stabbing was the title. No, no the stab everybody is the, the next hit. That's cool. uh, yeah, that's uh, the uh, sequel. Uh, we got another caller. Area code five six two. You're on the Metal Injection Livecast with Trey from Dying Fetus. Hey guys, it's Zunarino. What's up, Trey? I fucking love this new album, man. I wasn't born in 1985, but I can only imagine what those people felt when they first listened to, like, S.O.D. And just every damn song was a mosh record. It was so fucking awesome. Uh, Funny anecdote, I was actually on the phone with my friend who is blind and fellow listener of the live cast, Devin. I was visually describing to him the video for die with integrity and his reactions were pretty stellar so <laughs> what were some of the descriptions that's awesome here? man wait <laughs> sorry, sorry i know we still did a uh, facetime and everything and his reactions were pretty great but uh yeah question um i noticed you guys um this isn't to get you guys in trouble at all or anything, but in your box set, you guys uh, have the knife that's pre-ordered, and you could have put, like, any logo on it. You could have done, like, the really edgy one, but you chose the block letters, and I know Death Metal doesn't make you crazy or anything, but wouldn't just that name and the title of the album, like, some impressionable person might freak out or something? Like, you guys must have a really good lawyer or something. Well... Yeah, you know, when you go and you do something as extreme as uh, give a knife away, uh, we've kind of thrown a lot of caution to the wind (laughs) by doing that. So, um, you know, why not throw another log on the fire and just, like, light it up, you know? Um, We're just going extreme, man, you know? If if it's going to have repercussions, well, you know, I guess it's what's going to happen. I highly doubt I highly doubt it. I think it's just a really cool, edgy way you guys are putting yourselves out there, and the music speaks for itself. It's fucking awesome. So you contradicted your statement. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoy it. <laughs> uh, well, actually, uh, that actually brings up a question I had. Like, have you run into problems like when you show up to a venue or something, and then they actually see the name of the band and, and possibly see the merch and, and might have second thoughts? Or at this point, everyone knows the deal. You know, by this point, everybody understands what, what you know, what we are. You know, you, we have had a few venues that will not put us up on the marquee. You know, they'll put DS instead of, you know, Dying Fetus, or they won't put us up at all. And, uh, 
that's fine. You know, we, you know, you have a band named what what it's named, and you just have to roll with the punches with, you know, the kinds of things that go along with it. Right. But for the most part, uh, we're able to do business unimpeded. Yeah, and I feel like, uh, to me, the term "dying fetus" has kind of lost contextual meaning. Like to me, it just means oh. A great death metal band, right? Yeah. It does like the literal meaning of it is is kind of lost on me at this point because I just associate it with your band. And every once in a while, you know, like it'll uh, like I'm scrolling through my music library or something, and somebody who's not in the metal bubble sees it, and I'm reminded, like, oh yeah, I guess this is a pretty provocative <laughs> uh, band name. You kind, I feel like we're numb to it, but obviously, it's 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 like a horror movie. You guys aren't literal with this stuff. You you seem like a well-mannered person <laughs> you know we try we try we try we try to write offensive you. music and be uh generally upstanding people on the street right yeah you seem like a a, a lovely person no matter how intimidating your promo photos look <laughs> <laughs> well you know you guys right played, played the seventy thousand tons of metal cruise and um i went on that for two years in a row and it's some of the best times that I've ever had and whenever I describe it to people at first they're kind of taken aback by it but then I'm like no you don't understand like what goes on there is magic everyone's like partying with each other and it just it's it's, it's a pretty bold statement about the metal community how did you feel about it oh it was one of the best times in my life that was such a cool 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 thing to be a part of uh, it was just so neat to be around all the friends, just like you were saying. You know, it's just a really cool party. It's a great party. It's great. It was really cool. We, I had a great time there. And I remember, I was actually on the on this most recent one that you guys were on, and I remember the your first performance was like the last performance of the night, which was at like five or six in the morning. How do you uh, prepare mentally or and physically to perform such you know at that hour such, and hour. also it's not you know like you're you're it's a, quite a cardio workout for you as the drummer at six in the morning how do you how do you get how do you get ready for that hey man you just got to take strategic naps you know, <laughs> you know space them out just right and, and you'd be all right you know you were ready to go uh, yeah was- thanks for and you guys posted you guys posted some video of us playing um uh us um i think destroy the opposition so oh that's right that yeah cool yeah, Thank I think that, that was that was at the that five a.m. <laughs> at the so the cool. witching hour uh, performance. It was it was great, and I was so. Su- I, I mean, on the one hand, I was surprised that there were people up, and on the other hand, I'm like, oh, why? W-? Like this is you know these are all Europeans. If they're still jet lagged, it's like noon their time, and like what else are they doing? They're gonna go to sleep a little later. They're they're up partying. Yeah, they're all on cocaine. They know what's up. <laughs> they're wide awake. <laughs> it's Europeans. Uh, but anyway, uh, Trey, thank you so much for for hanging out with us, and uh, we're gonna play. We're gonna play. Thank some you for new, having me. We're gonna play some new Dying Fetus. Have fun on Summer Slaughter. We're looking forward to it. Yes, we will. We will be there in the back row, head banging with our arms crossed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're gonna actually play a, a track from Wrong One to fuck with. Uh, we were going to play the single, but do you, do you have a another song that you would prefer us to play, or, or are you cool with the fixated on Devastation? 
<laughs> yeah, go with, go with fixated. That's cool. Right on, man. Well, Trey, thanks again for taking some time. We'll see you this summer on the slaughter. <laughs> and, uh, and have a good one. Thank you so much for having me. Look forward to seeing you all again. Thanks, Trey. All right. So let's play the new Dying Fetus single off their new album, Wrong One to Fuck With. Here's Fixated on Devastation.
Hey, we're back. Hey, what's that called? Yeah. No, a hard return. Or what? Hey, what's the what's the industry phrase? Uh, Coming back, uh, like I cut a off bumper. without fading. There's no word for it. Jump cut. No, no, that's movies. Harden. 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 There we go. <laughs> she made that shit up right now. No, it's no, no. That's a hard on because you've said it on the show before. Harden. Yeah. <clears throat> Harden. Your mouth. I said it sexily. Whoa! <laughs> uh, before we keep going, we have a special update from Mike Francesa. Well, Mike, uh, I was I was looking through some Mike Francesa videos, looking for drops because I wanted. Okay. I, we're always saying "agai," so I wanted the Mike. Francesa. <laughs> and just really quick, if you're a first time listener and you have no concept of sports, right. uh, like neither do do I. I yeah, guess. me really. Not, I barely know who he is. He's just a, a pretty famous. Uh, He's New York famous. New York famous radio personality who's also on the sports channel, which is just a video feed of his radio show. Right. Well, he doesn't even have that anymore. Oh. He okay. lost the, the the video, the TV slot. And now- Sports channel hasn't been a thing in about 20 years. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, and- uh, He's be he's at a point in his career where he's pretty hacky, I would say. He's well, extremely yes. hacky, but he's a hack. He's like a personality-wise. He's just like a New York Guido, like very, yeah. um, you know, like he like like his uncles in the mob or something. Exactly, like fat, like lazy, speaking moment, slob. Sorry, Darren, to cut you off, but the moment you hear his voice, you know exactly what his right. personality is. And just on a tangent, I was just thinking like. You know, if we're still doing this podcast in like twenty or thirty years, it'll be exciting when like the next generation of whatever, whatever the podcast of that yeah. era is comes along, and they talk about how hacky the Metal Injection live cast. Oh, I'm is. sure. No, I don't think we're hacky in the way he is, though. Like, no, he, yes, in twenty thirty in 20 years, years twenty thirty years, we will. You think no so? Way. I don't know. I feel like we. You we're... know what? When robots take over, then yeah, we are going to sound. Yeah, the hard. robots are going to be at least <laughs> them. Uh, there, there was a moment in time when Mike Francesa was the cutting edge of I what he does. I don't. Well, think they, because that's nobody else true. was doing it. There was a moment in time when Mike Francesa was the metal injection live cast <laughs> of sports oh. broadcasting. Yeah. But anyway, so sorry. Back to back after this. <laughs> So, so that uh, uh, so, so I was looking for these drops that say okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I found a few of them. Okay, oh, there's a low okay. one. Okay, and then this one. Okay, you know. <laughs> so I was looking for that. I found it, but I have, I found also a video where I guess Mike Francesa got wind of our show and what? just like kind of started talking about. Specific things on our. Sh- I'll just play it because I'm talking. Is that Sid is Sid is. Listen, Sid is a guy who is just delusional. Okay. What? Don't worry about Sid, please. You know, Sid's over there working. He's lucky he got a job. Good That's for true. him. That's He's, you know what? Here's the problem. Sid wants this job. Okay. Sid's had a fascination with me that goes back so many years. It's unbelievable. He's got. So, it's, the bottom line is. He's just, you know, he's just crazy. He texts me all the time. I can't even oh get him off God, my phone because he knows my phone number. I just text out random numbers. I guess one of what? them worked. He doesn't reply. I don't know which one it was. Are you trying to get Mike on the show? No. Our guy? I, I just want to be his friend. Our guy? I have to change my number, which I don't want to do. But he texts me. I never text him back. He texts me all the time. See, uh, could you imagine just... Mike Francesca having to change his number? And I bet he would be the Mons. type of... 
<laughs> How do I change my number? Miles, I got 100 contacts. Am I going to have to sit here and put 100 contacts in my new phone? The secret is it, he doesn't actually even have a phone that works. Like, come on, <laughs> just tell. He just gives him a brick of a phone that doesn't do anything. <laughs> like one of those old Nokias. So Mons just takes the phone and goes, here, your number's changed, and hands yeah. it back to him. <laughs> He's just, you know, he's just crazy. He texts me all the time. I can't even get him off my phone because he knows my phone number. I have to change my number, which I don't want to do. But he texts me. I never text him back. He texts me all the time. Uh, he's just delusional. I mean, That's doesn't he know that Sid and is listening to all of this? He just I, wants to hurt me. It's like one of those radio feuds, Noah. Like, he wants to get us embroiled going back and forth. He, we uh. talk about him. He talks about us, specifically Sid. He goes nuts. <laughs> He just can't take any criticism. That's I don't what know it what is. I did. And Sid criticized him. That's so all it is. so hard collecting audio clips for radio. <laughs> yeah. And Mike Francesa has to demolish him. You know, are you part of the same company? To, now that I think no, about it? no. What? They're He's not Clear not, Channel. No. Oh, well, okay. it's not. It's iHeartMedia. Oh, excuse me. Okay. You know, if Sid wa- should worry about his own show and try and get the ratings up a little bit, I feel Dude, bad I'm for doing Bernie. Everything He's everything I can. <laughs> Come on, get our ratings up. Yeah. I got the guy from Dying because... Fetus to call in. That's not enough? Yeah, listen. I texted no, him, too, until he and, finally replied. You know, if Sid wa- should worry about his own show and try and get the ratings up a little bit, I feel bad for Bernie. He's, hold- he's holding Bernie back. because also, the- I, well, How dare you? How, Bur- yeah. like, Is he calling Rob Bernie? About, how dare you talk about any other... Yeah. person's rating like whoa, whoa. and i'm very skeptical because people always say that mike francesca is like they have like he has great ratings he's number one and those ratings are collected so archaically like the method is from like 1980 yeah and they basically send out a phone survey don't like, no it's more modernized now with ppm where people oh. wear a thing but wait so it's monitoring so what is ppm it's like i'm not like super it's not this, like this is like, your job. It's like a thing that they a person wears. Mm-hmm. It's like a little nope. monitor. Like so a like if you for, so for it's it doesn't <laughs> rely on them self-reporting what they listen to because uh-huh. people would lie. It just picks or just up the, estimate. The, it's it, the yeah, it picks up whatever way? radio. Like so, if you go to a store and they have a radio station on, it mm-hmm. picks that up. If you're at your dentist's office in the waiting room and there's music from the radio, it picks that up. So it picks up everything you're actually listening now, to. Now is for it as long just as on the ra- like? At some stores, uh-huh. it's not like a radio station. It's like a paid for. So that doesn't count then. Oh, so that's not. They're that not tracking. Would, no. How do they tell the them? radio sends a signal radio, out radio when it goes frequency. over the air? Yeah. Uh, duh. Okay. What yeah, that makes sense. That. But wait. Okay. So what's it called? PP. What? PPM. PP. PP. <laughs> PPM. Talk about sex. Talk about PPM. Talk about sex. Talk about PPM. Well, let's go back to his rant here. Ratings on that show, folks. Go check it out. If you can find them, start at the bottom. Oh. Get the ratings. Start all the way at the bottom. <laughs> and you'll find it in a hurry. You <laughs> should worry about that program. Instead of worrying about corn like a, here all like the time. like a phone vibrating on a table. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to get this one. <laughs> worry about that. Can we hear that? Again? Where was that? Was it recent? Oh, yeah. He's holding Bernie back. He goes, check out yeah, the ratings good. on that show, folks. By the way, Bernie is what he calls Rob. I don't know if yeah. you guys yeah. know that. Go check it out. If you can find them, start at the bottom. Okay? Get the ratings. Start all the way at the bottom. I don't hear the eh. And you'll find oh. it. Eh. 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 Oh, There's no G. My throat hurt just doing it once. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> you'll find them. So he says you should worry about that program. Out. If you can find them, start at the bottom. 
Okay, get the rating, start all the way at the bottom. And you'll You should worry about that program. Instead of worrying about calling here all the time, trying to get this program when this I leave, because he's called about... So I, unprofessional. I feel like it's so... well. got so much time to fill. So gross for a, a, a quote-unquote standard of radio broadcasting to be shitting on somebody clearly lower than him. Well, we know, his mind, everyone's lower than him. So. We know what kind of guy he is. Remember with the WrestleMania thing, and he yeah. go, he called out his his uh, mons for uh, like you know, oh, he doesn't have any money. He has to watch over here. You know what I mean? Uh, I have a party. I charge people. Who charges? Who charges people? Yeah, what is this? And then I didn't know how to order the pay per view, so I uh, interrupted Mons's party where he charged people to uh, have a mortar it for me. Yeah, exactly. He's been worried about me for twenty five years. Okay, he's just right. very jealous. <laughs> It sounds like you're the one who, like, I don't know if jealous is the word, but yeah, like he's you're the one who keeps me. He's definitely yeah. obsessed. Yeah. He's I obsessed. can't tell you how many times. And if he wants me to bring Trump up in here and sit him down. My favorite segment on the show in the last two years has been analyzing Mike Francesa's <laughs> voice. Well, that and Steve Harvey for me, they're a toss up. Yeah. Uh, uh, and have him ask him if he's called a million him. times. I will. If he really wants me to embarrass him. He just speaks in burps. Like his, <laughs> all of his vocabulary is just a series of differently modulated burps. He probably has a lot of acid reflux. Acid reflux. It's yeah. like if Jabba the Hutt was from Long Island. <laughs> Basically, that's what he is. Oh, who did I love that Skywalker? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Susan Waldman is his Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> He's got her in a one-piece Isn't bikini. that amazing, Susan? Wow, they had you in a one-piece metallic brassiere. Whoa. I mean, whoa. Susan. Who's that? Anyway, Who's that's John Waldman? Sterling. Oh, Susan Waldman and John Sterling are the two play-by-play people for the Yankees on the radio. And she, oh. back in the early, early days of WFAN, she early. was the host. She yeah. was like... <laughs> Breaking into radio at the same time Mike Francesca was... Oh, I see. She yeah. looks like if Sally Jesse Raphael had a bad accident that damaged her face. Wait, that's what Sally Jesse Raphael looks like, though. But that's... <laughs> yeah. She looks like... All right. She looks like if Sally Jesse Raphael smelled a really bad fart <laughs> and, and ate a whole grapefruit at the same time. <laughs> That's what she looks Bingo. like. Bingo. What was her name again? Susan, Susan Waldman. S-U-Z-Y-N. Susan Waldman. Yeah. All right, well, Don't post the picture on our social media because yeah. our hits will decline instantly. It's bad enough you post all those testicle links. Bro. Yeah, this is oh, worse. Oh, there's going to be another one this oh, week, folks. Way oh. worse. Susan Waldman's face is worse than a testicle tumor. <laughs> 30-pound oh, testicle tumor. Well, she's all right. What if you drew she eyes of an looks better. She looks better older than she did younger. Rob, you're so full of shit. You just looked at that picture, you went, ew, and then you went, ah, oh, she's never. <laughs> no, I went, you're just being polite. No, I went, ew, to her oh. young. Oh, I see. Her young, like, scared me, but then I saw a more recent photo, and I'm like, okay, this just looks like she an She grew lady. into it like B. Arthur? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I would she's say a handsome she looks, older woman? She looks worse now. <laughs> she she yeah. looked bad then and worse now. Hmm. She's definitely a handsome lady. Yeah, she's also clearly had work done. Mm. Yeah, 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 definitely. To what 
effect. Like, yeah, yeah. Get, get, a, get a keep refund. the Well, I think just like like Botox or like just, why your other fucking radio lady? What are you doing? Doesn't Botox talking? freeze your muscles? Like, do you want to really freeze that? Yeah, I would take my chance with aging if I was there. Maybe it'll improve shit. Well, I feel like it's probably a <laughs> very is. sexist type of business. So you kind of oh sure you kind of got to keep up. Like even though you're on the radio, not you're probably. still probably radio definitely well, is. A yeah, so you got to keep up well, to like uh, not look like a old hag. Being very familiar with her work, I can say, uh, rest assured, the negative opinion of her is not based on looks. She is fucking awful. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Fair enough. But anyway, is there, <laughs> is there is more? Is there more of his, uh, more uh, uh, oh, my a little bit more. thing about so it. since he's just worried about his own show. Okay, and stop worrying about me. Sid's been worried about me for 25 years. My God, Sid. Okay, he's just very man. jealous, and he you know he wants to be our here. podcast. Yeah, yeah. very. Sid doesn't. Here's the problem. Sid doesn't want to be there. He wants to be here. Oh, is what? that true? He wants to take Mike Francesca's job. Yeah, he he's want to be on the nice show. Studio. He's got free diet coke. <laughs> on this show, oh, and he knows that. And if he denies that, he's just lying. Okay, and he's not going to get this lying. show. I can tell you that right now. He's not going to get it. He's not a candidate. Because I've already been told he's not a candidate. There are a lot of good candidates. He's not one of them. He's a liar. (laughs) And, you know, right at the top of the list, Joe and Evan. Now he's getting into some other shit. But, yeah, not a fan of Sid. Mike Francesca. His loss. Uh, Yeah. Not invited to Rolling Roaster for my birthday. (laughs) Fuck you, Mike. Don't worry about Sid. Please. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Mike talked over you. What'd you say? I said he doesn't get cheese on anything he oh. pleases. Yeah, that's their slogan. Cheese on anything you please. Both mm. spelled with an E E Z. Delicious. It's a great place. Yes. Went there for your birthday. Yeah. So is Mike Francesa gonna get replaced? Is that why he's, he's, well, he's well, retiring? He's, or, well, there's some speculation as to whether he's or retiring. He's being forced or out, I guess. Being asked to resign. Yeah. Because he has intimated that he wants to continue in some other capacity. What well, I think would be great is if he went to Sirius and then Russo came and took his job. Oh, my God. So they just swapped back yeah, and they forth? they just switched. <laughs> well, I'm sure also his contract is so fucking bloated. Oh, yeah. Right. Of course. And like you're saying, you know, he's become such a hack. I'm sure his ratings are way down. Right. Well, and he claims just, they're wh- not. But. What competition does he have? It's not like there's anyone better in New yeah. York sports. Do you radio. listen to him? No, I, not anymore. There you once, go. Once, but but for me, it was just about like, oh, there's podcasts now. I don't have to just listen to All this right. awful local. There show. you go. Choose. Well, there you go. <laughs> but I'm sure that means everything across the board is down. So his percentage is probably still. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah. I see. Here's how I look at it. First of all, Rob, you made a great point about how his contract is such an albatross that. It whatever his ratings are, it's not justified. It's probably like a yeah, a inflated version of like those big '90s, like right. when rate like people actually listen to the radio. You know? uh-huh. It's just a carryover from them. It's not like he's taking a yeah a, a, a pay cut. Yeah, and also on top of that, just to just to um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like just to reinforce that. I mean, the ads that he has on his show are like penis pills. And like hair so, regrowth quackery, you know, like so Alex Jones is. Yeah, like stuff? like there'll be one legit ad every break. There'll be like a beer ad. Does he do live reads or these are just he does live reads also for he penis. Do, pills? He doesn't do the penis pills, oh. but he does the hair growth one. Oh. And he does like, you know, Vermont teddy bears. Yeah, like thing? that. Like, all right. So, yeah, he does like a lot of very like even I feel like Vermont teddy bears legit. At least it's a com- or like a legit company it's been around for a while. At least. Yeah. 
yeah, but like he does these weird penis pill things and like hair regrowth, like stuff like that. He knows that. his audience. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. But if you're that same audience drinks Budweiser, so like, shouldn't you? Yeah. If you have so much ratings, shouldn't you be like wall to wall good ads? Like, why are you think? taking penis pills? <laughs> Maybe stuff. because where's like the Bud Light ads or whatever. There are, but there are like there's like one legit ad per break. I see what you're saying, but they don't fill their whole show with it. They have yeah. to resort to these like quackery ads. You he know? probably gets that stuff, you know, like like samples of it. Oh, so yeah. you're saying he needs his peenie to be like reinvigorated, and yeah. he takes the ad just it's so like he can a, get the free. Oh, it's man. like a barter thing. They don't even pay for the ad time. They just give him the pills. It's a theory. Maybe he's going to hear this now and get even madder at yeah, you. Yeah, Mike. I think it's just, you know, they have all this rent okay. inventory and they just fill it with the, whoever pays the top dollar, you know, the largest amount for it. Bernie, stop making excuses. For, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sid's over here working. He's lucky he got a job. Good for him. Thank you. That's what Sid says, too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And I gotta isolate that. And and that was great. And and uh, I tried to be our new thrasher to trash it buzzer. Oh my god, I like <laughs> it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I tried to find uh, Mike Francis a live read on YouTube. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a one of the videos. Is Mike Francesa spends forty seconds looking at his phone live on the air? Oh my god! <laughs> Without like, talking, I'm it? guessing. Can you play it? We're Let's gonna see. play audio. <laughs> he's, got, he's got good punch. He's a good player. He's a good fielder. I like I like him as a player. I really do. Um, What's he talking about? I wonder. Brandon Inge. I, see, I'm not getting I swear that's who I, was, I couldn't think of his name, but I, that's who I was thinking. That was just for you. Because oh I was my god! Get that joke. You really? You go the other way. Oh. He does this all the time. You go the other way. Stats. <laughs> this is also the sounds he makes when he gets head. <laughs> I don't know. You know, Sid, takes the Viagra pills. I know we're only speculating here, but I would have to say it's much more Lovecraftian. <laughs> this is like this is what he yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is what he's about to come. He just oh. lightly hums. <laughs> Find it here. Okay? Never get that image out of my head. <laughs> Do a play to get around. <laughs> and it, and out it okay. spurts. Here we go. Listen One to this pump. subtle. Okay. <laughs> Let me find them here. Okay. That's what he orgasms. After he comes, he Okay. I can't find them right now. Tony in Pennsylvania, in <laughs> Bethlehem, again, Pennsylvania. What's up, Tony? Oh, my God. <sighs> Let me find them here. Okay. Here we go. This is him, like, searching through Pornhub. Looking for the <laughs> the interracial videos he likes. Oh. Let me find them here. Okay. He needs to see. He needs to. It has to be a woman who looks like his wife and a man who looks like Derek Jeter or, or Reggie Jackson. Oh, you're saying he's cucking himself to Yankees? Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. Okay. Here we go. God. Or sometimes he'll go for old Herschel Savage videos because he sort of looks like Bill Parcells. Well, I don't know. Who else is from the way? Ashlyn Gear. Anna Mal. 
Marilyn Chambers is probably his favorite. <laughs> oh, Marilyn Chambers. Uh, that's uh, a woman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me find them here. Okay. Here we go. Could we get, if, uh, if possible, this dueling with Larry King sure. to try to sing Lady Gaga? This is like when they do mutual masturbation at the sauna. After like the bro sports broadcasting awards, they go take a sauna together and then Larry Larry starts the jerking off. He pretends like his towel fell in. Poker face. She's got me like nobody. Can't read my poker face. She's got me like nobody. Poker face. Poker face. That was like eight years ago. That man is still alive. How? Modern technology. Isn't that amazing, Susan? That was a year. We actually have a new Larry King clip that we can play over and over again. Um, let me find this right here. Larry King, he does a show on the internet now where Mike Francesa's had it, basically. They call it the internet. <laughs> the book is entitled Everybody Curses, I Swear. I can't wait to watch The Apprentice. What's your favorite curse word, Larry? Is that oh, Jenny McCarthy? This is Carrie Keegan. I don't know who that is. But she asked no him, idea. She asks him, asks him what his favorite curse word is. Um, everybody's favorite. Marriage. The word is fuck. And the word fuck is great. And it's what I, I want to do to you. What's the name? He's talking about fuck. He's got buffalo balls in his mouth. What is that? Everybody's favorite. My favorite word is fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I like that he uh, realizes... Oh, yeah, I'm on the internet now. I don't have to be censored. I can say whatever I want. Ball scratcher, Indiana. You're on the air. <laughs> it, the word is fuck. Contour, Pennsylvania. <laughs> the word is fuck. And the word fuck is great. I'll give you a Lenny Bruce-ism. Tell me. Fuck is she colloquial for verses. intercourse, right? Yes. It, it means a lot of things. Yep. But now you can say it anywhere. It's in the dictionary. You, when you're happy, you say fuck. Hey, she, he's describing it to her like she's never heard the word before. Carrie Keegan, Carrie Keegan, let me say you're a lovely young woman. Oh, wait, this is a podcast? Get on my cock right now. <laughs> Let's go. I Ma. took some of those Viagra pills that Francesa was showing. I heard all about it on WFAN, Mike Francesa. My cock works <laughs> great. Let me find them here, okay. <laughs> Caller, hello. Caller. Yes? Are you there? Lower your radio, please. Hello, Larry King Live. Okay. Ah. Ma, ma. Let's hear him say fuck a little more. You say it anywhere. It's in the dictionary. You, when you're happy, you say fuck. When you're unhappy, you say fuck. You know, no, it fits everything. It's the greatest word. Fuck. When you're unhappy, you say fuck. You know, no, it fits everything. It's the greatest. You're happy, you say fuck. When you're unhappy, thank you, Larry, for explaining the word fuck to me. Like American language. So Lenny says, since it's colloquial for intercourse. If someone says, fuck you, I say, thank you. <laughs> when I get mad at someone, I say, unfuck you. Unfuck mm -hmm. you forever. 
Okay. We'll be right Forever. back. I am oh, so turned off right listen now. Listen to this poor broad that has to sit there and like pretend he's so funny and cackle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find him here. Okay. <laughs> My princess, I unfuck you. At the massage parlor, getting rubbed down. Yes. Checking his phone for baseball stats. Very happy ending. Derek Jeter, walk off, pace it. Area code eight hundred one. Are you Mike Francesa? Uh, no, not Mike Francesa. Okay. Uh, no, oh, sorry, guys. It's Jonathan from Texas. How's it going, Jonathan? Hey. How you? How y'all doing? Ball stretcher, Texas. You're on the air. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, question for you guys. I um. Got the chance to go catch Metallica, and then we were playing here, like uh, Mike Francesa said, uh, down at Jerry's house uh, Friday before okay. last. Uh, Jerry's house. That's what and, he calls um, the Dallas Stadium. Yeah. That Jerry's building. Yes. Yep. <laughs> That's right. So it was one of those shows where we were, unfortunately, we didn't get Gojira or Volbeat. It was, I feel bad for saying it, Local H, which they aren't bad, but. Local H? Yes. And, and, but hold on one second, John. Yeah. Even more crazy, Metallica had a like we want local bands to open up for us contest bands with the name local. No, like actual <laughs> local bands, and Local H applied, and because they're an actual band, just because they have the marketing. I thought they were from like Pennsylvania. I don't know. Well, they want it. Chicago. Oh, oh so then what do they? Do it's with? not. I think they just mean like small bands, like oh. a vote for small. Anyway, so you got Local H and Avenged Sevenfold, right? That sucks. What is yeah, Local which, H? Uh, yeah, I just. Like? And they were like a one-hit wonder in well, the, and they, was it early 2000s or late 90s? You've heard the song. 97. Late, yeah, late 90s. Yeah, Bound for the Floor. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's hear it. I it got was, it. it K-Rock yeah, was playing all the fucking time. Oh, this is the oh. That one. You got and it. And you just yeah. don't get yeah, that's it. The one. Uh, it's that's them? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. And they, mm-hmm. It's a fun riff. Which they don't sound like. Uh, this is one of anymore. like two dozen songs that Kara could play night. They'd immediately be motivated to turn it off. Yep. They're touring now with Toadies. Mm-hmm. There was a whole like makes mm-hmm. like pecking order. There were songs that I liked and there were songs that tolerate. There were songs that like I really want to change this, but Goldfinger? I'll leave it. Was I'll leave Goldfinger it. on that list. Well, Whenever here go? in your bedroom, it was like a pop oh, sky. No, that, kind of no I like that. Fuck out of I didn't song. like it, but I would I would not turn it off. Okay. Real big fish. They played real no, quick fish? Yeah. That's so I don't remember them playing. But so I wait anyway, so Jonathan. Yeah, let, let Jonathan finish the story. story. Sorry, go ahead. Can somebody turn that. Thanks, guys. So yeah, maybe they qualified for this because they did say they're from Chicago and that was the next date on the tour. Maybe that's the loophole that made them also local. Right, they're know. they're playing but a few dates. My question Right. Yeah, I know. Funny. But I I felt bad for them because they you know, the lead singer and I don't don't know his name, but he could not get the James crowd into it. But <laughs> at the same time, it's like they're probably getting paid a healthy amount. So should I really feel bad? Uh, they're probably not getting. Paid. They're probably not getting paid well, that much. What I feel bad <laughs> for is the bit like, yeah. like why does local H need this exposure? Like they're money. They need money. But I'm saying like, aren't there? Other well, like, well, that money can't be that much. Merch. Yeah, well, no, it really is exposure. They're playing to almost 100,000 people. Like, how many people were there? Like 80,000, 90,000, right? Uh, was it full or pretty full? He, well, by it, it was full. By the time Metallica was about to go on, I didn't see an empty seat, and the GA pit or the GA area was packed as well. And then, like, so, so I, I when they were on the stadium, 
like how much of the stadium did they block off? You know, because mm. the stage usually, like depending on how many uh, tickets they sell. Not too much. Um, I would say, ooh, I'm a bad judge because this is my first time I've been in that stadium. Um, but only the, the back section of it. So I think they probably only lost like two sections up the side and what was behind the stage. Got so it. that would be maybe less than 25% cut off, maybe 20%. Yeah, so like 80, 000, at least 80,000 people local age is playing to. That's Well, not everybody shows good, up early enough. Okay, even even if half of that, yeah. 40,000 yeah. people, that's, that's more than yeah, they'll play to an least. entire yeah, year. Yeah. I'm just saying, like a band that already had a radio hit. Like, aren't there more I, deserving well, I, local I, bands? That I agree. I don't know how that happened, but whatever. But did you enjoy the the Metallica and the Avenged? Oh, it was great. And Avenged Sevenfold, man, I can't say I was ever a big fan, but those guys are great live. I agree. Um, that's kind that of how really I, fun to see. That's kind of how I felt. Uh, oh, uh, that's kind of how I felt because. Uh, I the first time I saw, saw them live was also at Orion Fest, and I was never the hugest fan of them, mm-hmm. but they really impressed me with their just presence, and I and the music itself was very good too. So I agree, they're a great band to see live, and, yeah. And and I definitely grew a new respect for them. When I went to see Metallica, I, well, I got I got Volbeat. Oh. Oh yeah, what did you think of what? What do you think of? Um, I didn't go to my seat until after Volbeat was yeah. like basically oh. done. I did. I was there. I just didn't go. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Do you like Volbeat, John? Yeah. Jonathan. Yeah, they're good. I, I enjoy them. I, I really. I, again, I hate to put down Local H, but I really would have rather seen them. Mm. Honestly, I really would have rather seen Gojira. But yeah, that would have been great, one. especially especially Jerry's house. Jerry's building. Uh, okay. That's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, that's it, guys. Just wanted to chime in with that, but right, thanks, thanks for doing all you do. I love you guys. Uh, so wait, how many times have you been to Jerry's building? Oh. I mean, come on. You're not <laughs> even trying once. at this point. I am trying to well, well, that's a, Exactly, I'm not trying. It's it just about Metallica, you know. It's tradition. Relevant. It's tradition. We got some more callers if you want to be a part of the share. 213 Wide Nut. That's the number. 213-943-3688. We have area code 847. Okay. <laughs> yeah, hey, what's up? This is Leroy. What's up, Leroy? Not much, man. I've had pneumonia for the past week. Oh, my God. So I've been off oh, work, pneumonia. just sitting around. Uh, is it because your body is just like, what the fuck is with this weird diet you've been on for the last 30 days? Oh, yeah. Because of Ramadan? No, I th- okay. I thought that might have been it, but I don't think that was it. I think I just caught it. I, I don't really know how you get pneumonia. I think it's like a viral thing or like a, mm. any way you catch any fever or flu. Yeah, is Rob is Islamophobe. <laughs> is it real pneumonia no, no, or is I this mean, like the 90s sure and you have AIDS? Help. Wait, what? That's what back in the day. That's when people like famous people had AIDS. They just said they had pneumonia. Oh, right. Oh, so like late stage HIV, basically. This was a thing. I think uh, the lead singer of the hardcore band Warzone, Mm -hmm. Ray Bees, was what he was called. (laughs) R-A-Y-B-E-Z. He died of pneumonia, but the rumor is that it was AIDS. Right. It was really Ray Uh, Bees. Leroy, when was the last time you've been tested? Yeah. Know your status. Um... I don't think I've ever been tested, to be honest. Oh, no. I I know I'm pretty. You've never had an STD test? Well, have you been? How sexually active were you before getting married? 
Um, I, I was, it was only with like, cause I was like in a long term relationship, really. I wasn't really like somebody who got laid very often or would mm-hmm. have a lot of one night stands or anything like that. So, but no Mario. um, I, I, what about your yeah, wife? Yeah, definitely no what if, Mario what if, what if, or Noah, but. <laughs> what? You are so lucky I was looking at a picture of a kitten. <laughs> He but I do have a lot of sex. His wife used to bang Charlie Sheen, though, so. Yes. Uh, shit. You're fucked. The Lakers cheerleader. She had the little thing with Magic Johnson back in 87. But let's <laughs> let's recap. Sid thinks she got sick from HIV, and Rob thinks she got sick from EID. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's pretty clever. <laughs> no one else in the room got it. I got it. So did you have a question or oh, you wait, just wanted um, to let us know? Leroy, I'm glad that you called because I had a, a, a recommendation, some music recommendation for you since you're into the country, okay. old country stuff. Have you heard of Sarah Shook and the Disarmers? Uh, no, I haven't. I have like a playlist on Spotify I follow, but Sarah, S-H-O-O-K. Yeah. How do you spell it? Sarah Shook. Oh, so you like it? Mm-hmm. Oh, is it like, who's it sound like? Uh, I don't know all the country well, that well, but... A little, little bit like local age. <laughs> 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 all right, well, I'll okay. check it out. Yeah. Uh, sounds cool. Let me know. Sounds better than that guy you just interviewed. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Hang on. All right. Me. Great. Hang up on Hey, did fun. you guys watch Raw yesterday? Oh, you hung up already. No, no. <laughs> we should have, but we didn't. What do you want to say? I watched. Did you it. Did you talk about Raw? I haven't really been listening. I haven't even listened to last week's episode. Well, Rob gave me the it's spoilers. It's like the first time in forever. I didn't watch. Rob told me not to watch because it was terrible. I only saw the women's match. Jeez, are you okay? Are you dying? No, he's got pneumonia. Why are you even talking? Like, you probably should be conserving your voice. Just hang up on him. Yeah, we're gonna go back to work tomorrow too. You know what's funny? He's the one with pneumonia, but still, Dudorino sounds sicker. Yeah, I was gonna say. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We have an uh, uh, another caller. What? Yeah, Uh, yeah, Long Long Island, Long Island. Don't worry about Sid, please. (laughs) That's all you wanted to say. Yeah, I don't have pneumonia. I'm fine. (laughs) For now, Sid's had a fascination with me that goes back so many years. It's unbelievable. Five six two, you're back on the air. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we know. Hey guys, this is Mario. Hey, hello Mario. Hey, hey. how's it going? Hey. Um, I, first off, I love, I love how I'm a reference now. Just everyone. <laughs> um, how are you? Did you have like an accident last week? Though? Uh, yeah. I um, I guess I, I'll start with that. So last week, um, I was planning on calling in after I got home, but I didn't get home until hours later because I was hit by my, um, I'm okay. Somehow I got a bit of back pain in my, the the left side of my body kind of hurts, but, uh, other than that, I'm doing all right. Uh, got to get a new car though. Are you going to sue those motherfuckers? (laughs) Uh, right now, <laughs> oh, don't no. worry. Oh, too soon. <laughs> oh man, the truck like, driver was I, moving. Stop making me like, like oh. stop it. I had fun. 
I had flashbacks. <laughs> Don't worry. Be happy. Oh, God. That's fucking creepy. I'm not making you like Putin. Don't Putin worry. is making you like Putin. He's very charming, though. Don't worry, Blair. Don't worry. Be happy. Well, this one is a, a Mexican from California saying, yeah, thanks to us. You are Mexican, yeah. right? Yes, yes, okay, I'm I didn't mean, I'm sorry. I didn't want to uh, screw that up. Mama didn't raise no Mexican, eh? <laughs> oh, God, that was bad. It's from a movie you stole. Not it, as bad it. as that uh, Iran, uh, you know, Russian <laughs> Not as bad as that. Agreed, it's terrible. <laughs> Don't worry. Be happy. Uh, else? Yeah, we're, um, we're really glad to right, hear that you're okay. Thank you. I, I yeah, for I, I'm gonna be real. For a little while, I legit thought I was gonna die. You know, I just see this this big ass truck coming toward me, and you know, I don't know what's gonna happen. But um, you know, the good thing is I'm alive, and uh, I uh, I found God. No, no, I'm just kidding. Say <laughs> fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> but um, no, I'm. I'm just happy that I got off as, as easy as I did. You did yeah. what? In, while you were in the hospital? Wow. Found a married nurse. God, you're a savior. God, you're a savior. Um, I, I, uh, I got off I in, did the get a number in the hospital. Oh, there you go. Hey, um, uh, yes. Mike Francesa. I get him. I can't find them right now. Tony. So let, let's hear about the. Who did you get the number? Let me find them. Yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> uh, one of the nurses. Um, so I, I've got, I've got a thing for uh, for nurses because I, okay, I dated a girl for a long time who uh, was in the nursing academy in in uh, high school that I I went with, and you know she wanted to be a doctor and all this stuff, but so she would come over all the time after work in her scrubs. But now whenever I see nursing scrubs, like it's just an instant turn on. You get a hot on when you see the scrubs. <laughs> so were you in the hospital uh, with a boner yeah, the whole time? I, I was in the hospital for, uh, just, you know, just a while after, um, they just checked it, checked me over, but, um, Oh, wasn't hurt too bad. Did your dick still work while you're yeah, in the hospital? But, you get sporting wood while these nurses walk by. Hey, Hey, uh, what do you think, Darren? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what internal workings of your cat are. The fuck do I know? Oh yeah, you know, and and uh, it, it worked just fine. Got me uh, half a chub when she walked in. Got me a, uh, you know, got me a full chub uh, while she's sitting there. She gave you she any got me a number. Any and, kind of uh, uh, sponge bath uh, going on there? Okay, maybe yeah, later. Not when I was there, but uh, yeah, later. All right, put, it, put it this way, it's already been put to use. Oh, okay. All right, there you have it. Time. There you have it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Okay. Well, good luck. Good luck. Good. Goodbye. Good luck and goodbye, Mario. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. My brain shut down for a second. It might happen to you. 213 wide nut. That's the number to dial. 213-943-3688. Okay. <laughs> All right. What else is going on? 
Well, uh, Noah sent this link, and then I right. resent it a few days later. Yeah, you, you lamb-goated right. her. A man <laughs> 35. This is the headline. Man 35. How old are you, Rob? I'm 33 currently. Okay. Inserts 15 sewing needles into his penis. Okay. And penis is in all caps. Into his penis! There you go. <laughs> okay. F- quote, for satisfaction. So a man was uh, a man from China was admitted to a hospital with unbearable pain in his penis. And then, P-E-N-I-S. And then uh, the doctors found 15 sewing needle, needles stuck in the narrowest part of his penis for a year. Mm. Uh! Now, why did he do this? Doctor spent an hour and a half taking them out slowly. Uh, slowly, you better take them out slowly. <laughs> Have you ever tried like sticking a needle in your hand, like with no. dry skin, just to you know? Oh, like a, like just on the outer layer. Yeah, like for fun. No, not. I'm very grossed out by needles injecting into my body. It's why I could never really get into heroin or tattoos or tattoo. Well, tattoos. I don't. That's not that big of it because it's you still not. Don't have any. Yeah, it's just because I couldn't uh, come up with anything I want permanently. Yeah, metal injection logo. And yet your your website is metal injection, and you hate yeah. injections. I, very ironic. Uh, he means Botox ingestions. Injections. Bro, that reminds me. I brought some babka with Botox in it. You hungry? Mm. Botox, babka. Botox, babka. Botox, babka. That's what the Yankees call Susan Waldman behind their back. <laughs> you know, Susan. Nothing like a nice Bigelow tea with some Botox. Isn't that right? The official the official Botox tea of the 27-time world champion New York Yankees. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so I can't do I, – I, I would never. So and it's, this, and wait, sounding wait, wait. is not so, at all appealing so to me. he stuck them in his pee hole or through his dick? Oh, that's worse. Oh. And for a year? His pee hole. In his pee hole. So he had 15 needles in his pee hole for a year. Get out of here. How does it even how fit? Do go, how do you go anywhere? How do you leave the house? How do Forget you that. Hold, they're, on, they're hold, like, on, hold like, on. Hold on. Hold on. Forget leaving the house. How do you get 14 needles in there? One at a time. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> But like, all right. right, let's. Can we walk through this? Like, <laughs> There's no one no needle. Walking. Walking. One I think needle, you need to sit down for this one. One needle goes all the way in the pee hole. And then another one follows it in, oh, or I just yeah. had or the worst right. pain in my dick. Man, I've had a just pain in my dick this whole time <laughs> from no, this story. Oh, this hurts! All right, it go- <laughs> it is definitely going to be a drop. <laughs> it one goes in, and then side by side, there's yeah. another one, and then there's fourteen. Or yeah. one goes all the way in, and another one goes all the way in. Well, no, he's not like, doing it from the hole, right? He's doing it through the skin. That's what I thought. Yeah, no, like the bottom. The pee, it can't be the pee hole. That's it's, you've got to be reading not, it wrong. No. So the, what he's I was pricking saying, his prick with needles. Right. Like I was saying, you know how you do it through the dry skin of your hands? He must have been doing that into his penis. But then that's even harder no, to get like, it, like the x-ray looks like it's inside <laughs> his penis. I never saw the x-ray. Let me yeah. see that. Expand. Oh, it is. Rob is right. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's just one by one. How is he? Gonna, what do you mean he's gonna pray? He could take them out himself. No, it's inside his dick. So I'm sure they're just like fucking. No, I just thought it was. They're so idling inside <laughs> his fucking. Uh, so why they even? Gooch. Need to, why they need to be removed? Because they hurt. It also looks it like hurts. they're turning like 
like they're rusting in there. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. It began I, causing him pain, and he started bleeding. It while began he, causing him pain. He shoved 14 needles in his pee hole. So the patient claimed he did not feel any pain as he put the needles in uh-huh. with the pinhead up. Oh, that's the secret, guys. So the a urologist said an X-ray showed the needle stuck at the membranous urethra. Uh. Which is also the narrowest part of the male urethra. Oh my god! This is such a painful story. I can't. I, like, I want to just like put my you, penis. They in use ice a right uteroscope now. to examine the u- urinary tract. No, I'm curious. Are you getting the same like pain reaction we are? Just even though yes. you don't have a penis, but she likes yes. it. Yes. No, I Phantom don't like Phantom penis, it. but pain. <laughs> PPP. Just, just the thought of sticking a needle into your private part. Well, no, fi- like fifteen. It's times. a very, very narrow dildo. Can I just, <laughs> can I just point something out? Sticking a needle in any part of your body is pretty fucked up. Like, t- just yeah, the- like getting my b- getting a prick, uh, like on my finger. To get my butt. Let's be adults. But here, let's okay? talk about How much ne- should you pay the guy? Rob, let's stay on needles, please. <laughs> let's be adults. Okay. 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 Sid is just jealous that I have pricked myself with 14 needles. Okay. You know, how big is the prick Sid's use? You got to go all the way down the chart to find it. I have the, <laughs> the highest, highest needle prick ratings in history. So, of course, he wants to be over here. He's over there. Okay. Hey, Mons, give me a magnet. Give me a magnet over here, okay? And Mons, when you bring the pe- the penis prickers, uh, when you bring me a diet coke, okay? okay. <laughs> do they give him back the needles? Or do they keep them? <laughs> it's, it's his property. Give him back his penis after it has to be removed. <sighs> Fuck's sake. So what What eventually wound up happening? They, they did the surgery for an hour and a half, and they successfully removed them. An hour and a half. I wonder How? if he just went home and then stuck another 14 Probably. needles in his prick. Sure so here, <laughs> listen to how this article concludes. Uh, Dr. Cow said... <laughs> Dr. Cow! <laughs> Dr. Cow! C-A-O, right? C-A-O. 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 It C-A-O. ends with the letter Cow, L. Right? Cow? Cow? Wouldn't it be C-H? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dr. Cow, uh, how do you, can I get these, uh, these needles taken out of my penis? <laughs> okay, thank you, Dr. Cow. Uh, so he said that his department has had patients who put pen refills and thermometers in their penis. Jesus. Why? You get a good temperature reading that way. <laughs> They're it's way more cock. accurate, if you didn't know. So then he goes, he starts explaining. That's where- how Leroy, uh, took his own temperature, <laughs> oh. putting a thermometer in his penis. So he doesn't really have eyed, eyes. There are scholars explaining this scenario as one of uh, the peculiar sex similar to sadomasochism and foot fetishes. Well, I think this is a little different than foot fetish, okay? Okay. Okay. Putting feet in your dick hole. Unless it's putting a toenails. Dick hole. Yeah. Toenails in the dick hole. Oh, God. That's that's a good band name, though. Toenails in the dick hole. Okay. Okay. Patients are looking for excitement through unusual ways. Yeah, no shit, doctor. Some are stretching their balls. That's Did you ever put a sunflower seed in there just for fun? Not on purpose. (laughs) He rolled over in bed too quick one time and just went in there. (laughs) Whole bag of Davies. I did have it like 
on the, it, there was like a seed uh, shell on the couch, and I sat on it, and it like felt like it was were you like, like piercing my uh, my boxers? butt? Yeah, like in my, in my boxers. Tidy whiteies. No, I wear boxers. So that got to let those balls. <laughs> so that sunflower seed shell was literally piercing metal. Uh, oh, I'm metal. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Uh, well, this actually, uh, and then, so there was another, uh, bodily fluid related story where a UFC fighter pooped herself. No, you sent this guy. Let them nuts hang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Noah looks confused right now. No, no, I'm, I'm looking at the article. Yeah. There so were she two. got out of a deep choke. She was in a rear naked <laughs> choke. Yeah. And rear naked choke. Yeah. Uh, I guess like all the pressure that Felice was putting on her. I, I forget her name. Is it Dominique? Uh, Justine uh, Kish and Dominique Cruz. What? No, it's Felice. Oh, Felice Herring? Mm-hmm. Who's the one who shit herself? Yeah. Not Felice. <laughs> okay. The other one. Kish? <laughs> Why is there so much confusion? Their names don't even matter. These are irrelevant yeah. people. They're just yeah. one of them shit themselves. That's oh, the yeah, and it's all over the mat. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, later on in the in the event, someone got knocked out and landed right next to the shit. They didn't stain. clean it off. They, I mean, they tried, but they can't change. It's unsanitary. The, they can't change the, the mat. That's no. absurd. Well, you know why? Because they have all these sponsor marks on it. It's not like a blank mat. Like WWE. I'm sure the sponsor doesn't want turds on their fucking logo either. Yeah. Well, it's not. It was on the non-logo area. All right. But also, like. Couldn't you have a second mat on standby? Something. Even yeah. if it wasn't shit, it could be Grab something. Grab a throw rug and put it on top of the fuck. Whatever. <laughs> Just something so I'm not coming in contact with shit while I'm being beaten into submission. I've never shot. I have like been doing cardio at the gym or like squats and uncontrollably fart. Like try to hold in a fart and just it just there's Came no. Out. Yeah. Like it, are you near anyone's face or anything? Uh, no. Quiet? Uh, I don't know. I had headphones on, oh. <laughs> but also like music is bat blasting. Everyone, everyone has their own headphones. You know, everyone's keeping it themselves. Yeah. It was fun. and also I kind of feel like farting in the gym is okay. It's okay. What? What, what are you talking it's about? Fine, it's fine, fine. Why is it any different? Because from- it fucking smells like disgusting sweat. At least the gym I go to. <laughs> it's, a fucking, it's in a basement. It's all humid. This is live <laughs> audio from Rob at the gym right now. <laughs> Doing squats. Yeah, it's not like I fart every One fucking time. Like I have a rare occasion. <laughs> Three. Doing deadlifts. Deadlift the shit out of your pants. <laughs> Deadlift your diaper. Oh, oh. Please stop. Stop. Oh, this. Oh, deal and with it. This is what other people deal with at the gym yeah. when they're there. Yeah. Just once or twice. Yesterday. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but boy. I mean that is like my biggest fear. That's why I always poop before jujitsu. Mm. Did you ever? Did you ever get close? <laughs> uh, That's your biggest fear. No. Not like getting kicked in the face or, or breaking an arm. <laughs> oh, I think, right, no kicks. I think I would rather you. that than shitting myself. Really? In public. Now, what if you made your opponent shit themselves? How would you feel? Or shat on you? Uh, well, you know, there's enough layers in between. My skin and the wow. poop that I would just feel bad for them. Do but you, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Do you get an, an extra point if the person yeah. shits themselves? You get the advantage. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> Good to know. 
This has been jujitsu ins and outs with <laughs> oh, mostly outs. Oh, <laughs> uh, wing wings. Hauser says she was in an anal full Nelson. That makes sense. That was an old episode oh. title. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. They're yeah. saying you were in an anal yeah. full Nelson. No, no, her. Oh, girl, let's chat herself. I see. No. Or maybe you t- also. So, um, <laughs> could be. So she's still alive, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she even made a joke about it. Thank God. She didn't insert any needles uh, into oh. anywhere, right? Imagine she farted out a bunch of needles in the oh. movie. <laughs> it's like something Nick Foley would do. And then she slammed Felice into it, like the thumbtacks that they yeah, use in wrestling. Yeah, There'd be like a WWE Network extra of him <laughs> getting needles pulled out of his peen. Oh, God. <laughs> Backstage after the match. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there you have it. There's the shit for this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a few emails Of course you could send us an email If you don't feel like recording your voice Whenever you want to hate mail At metalinjection.net And uh, You sound like Mike Francesa uh, Scrolling through his phone uh, 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 Oh it's from Kyle from Michigan sent Okay me. Sent the question. Okay. <laughs> uh, he said he, uh, if you could erase the memory of one artist completely, so you could hear all of their stuff for the first time again, mm. who uh, would you choose? Like your memory of of an artist. Wings of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I'm tempted to say Dave Mustaine so I could listen to Megadeth without all the, uh, you know, things that I know about him. But I, maybe I would say Axl Rose. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of artists who I was so blown away by that this even existed. And the one I'm coming up with, and I know uh, people are going to criticize me because this is my favorite artist in the world, but it's weird Al Yankovic because, and I have a story behind this. Um, when I was a kid, I didn't have cable. I didn't have anything. There were no, like, I didn't have MTV. I was a kid when MTV was around, but I didn't have MTV. And all I had was, like, you remember when there were, there were like, there was, like, Friday night videos. Yep. And there were, like, mm-hmm. random network shows and, like, local shows that would show videos for, like, a half hour or an hour. And I would watch that. And then there'd be, like, five videos they'd have on a rotation. So they would have Thriller and like Beat It, you know, and all of those and other famous bands that had had uh, videos. But like one time they just played Eat It, like Weird Al Eat It. And I didn't I, I loved it. It was fantastic. I was like, there's a guy like substituting words for like real songs that exist. You know, this is amazing. It blew my mind. Mm-hmm. But I thought Weird Al was just like a guy that did videos. Like I didn't know that he had a full album. Ah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So then I finally like I went to camp once. My mother sent me away to camp, a baseball camp, and this kid started singing like other Weird Al songs, and he's like, "Oh yeah, he's got a full album," you know. And I was like, "What? Uh, oh no, actually no, that's not true. No, he started singing another Weird Al song. So I was like, "Oh, there's another Weird Al song." And then I came home and I was in the record store one day, ah. looking through the record store bin, and he had. Not one, but like four albums that I had oh never heard yet. And I was in heaven. I was like, oh, my God. But just that realization that you could just make comedy songs out of other songs that are real 
like flipped a switch in my mind like this is fucking ridiculous and great so you guys took this in two different directions mm. Noah is interpreting the question as like if there's a musician that has baggage that you mm. could unlearn oh. and just experience the music clean without having that baggage whereas you took it more like who, what experience of discovery mm-hmm. would be the best to have again right. which i think that's, that's what the question also, yeah that's how i interpreted the her way that's is also still, still an interesting yeah. point she brought yeah. up yeah i, I mean th- it would act, it would probably still be guns and roses because that was like the first band where i was like wow that's like mm-hmm. i i just like listened to them religiously mm-hmm. and i wanted to learn guitar because of slash so that's but just to answer the question in your way, I would say screwdriver because I <laughs> I like to not know that they're Nazis. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they're a deadpan. I'm not. I don't like screwdriver. Um, I don't know what my answer is. I've, there's ruckus. Hulk Hogan's ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, maybe Metallica. So that I could like. I got into Metallica kind of backwards. Oh, you'd like want to learn about them as they were coming out? Yeah. Like, so I could listen. Because I only went, you know, I, I kind of went from like. Black Album first? Uh, no, probably like Load. Well, I guess Black Album. Yeah, like Enter Sandman was probably my first exposure to it. But yeah, like, so that and like Load. And then I eventually went back and listened to the earlier stuff. Well, we talked about this once. I think I remember like Load was the first Metallica album that came out after you were into metal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah, it was like yeah. Your, so that's... That was like your first experience of anticipating a Metallica album. Right, right. Which is sucks. Even the Load is a great album. Uh, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't have that same like punch of like, oh yeah, ju- Justice came out. Uh, I had that on a cassette, and I fucking wore that like the. It broke on its own just from playing. That's how much I play. I had to call home and listen to my Blackened every day. I think I was like, what was it? Eighty nine? Was that eighty eight? Eighty seven? What year is eighty seven? Right? Yeah, that's thir- I was thirteen that's years old. Thirteen years old. Hulk Hogan. Did you give an answer? Sam? No. For, if it's just for recreating that experience of discovery, it would either be Nirvana or Fugazi. <laughs> if it was to take away the baggage that has accumulated, or maybe Green Day. How would you say what baggage? Uh, you, would, sorry, Billy Joe is just like a fucking knucklehead, and it, yeah. you know they've had with the fucking Broadway musical and the, oh, the uh, tantrum rehab. at a radio festival, and then going into rehab the next day. Just <laughs> there's a lot of annoying things about him and them. Yeah. And just the self-aggrandizement of their documentary and all that kind of stuff. But if I could just listen to the music and not have that mm. how in the would, back of my mind. How would you say you discovered uh, uh, Nirvana? Just them being on MTV and being huge. But uh, yeah, I w- if I could do it b- having been older and sort of m- appreciating more what exactly they were doing. Yeah, I I saw I saw Nirvana. Didn't give a fuck about them. Didn't like enjoy it. Saw like on TV or saw like saw saw them them perform. Saw them because I went with somebody from my job who was going to a show. I was like, ah, fuck it. And they weren't. This was before Nevermind, and it was Nirvana. Where was the show? I think Mudhoney was the other band. Someone like that. I'm not 100 percent sure. Where was it? Uh, Somewhere in downtown Manhattan. I don't remember where. The Pyramid. No, I feel like I, I want to say Irving Plaza, but I think okay. that's wrong. 
Anyway, whatever. So we sw- and I just like and the guy was like, "Oh, Nirvana. Oh, dude, Nirvana, Nirvana." And I was like, oh, "Whatever." Like I wasn't it he sounded off key to me, you know, like I wasn't into yeah. it. And then like I guess was Tad on the bill as well? Tad? Nirvana, Mud Honey and Tad. Mm, I don't I don't remember that. I don't even know who Tad is. Who's Tad? It's another, there was sub pop grunge. It's like a big, huge, fat dude. 1989 sounds too early. Tad for Doyle. It, because I don't think I was working then. Okay. But it may have been right, like maybe when I was like 16, like right before, right before Nevermind came mm-hmm. out, I would say. In that area. It's pretty awesome. Awesome, but I feel like an idiot because like I saw it in my face and didn't appreciate it. Yeah, but still, you were there. You still had the experience, and you could hold that over and, people's and, uh, heads. <laughs> it's, it was an honest reaction, and yeah. also maybe yeah. they did really suck and then got better. I yeah. always think he like I've never thought that they sounded good live. I think they sound great on the albums. They were very hit or miss because he yeah. was crazy. Yeah, that's true too. And uh, yeah, like he wasn't going for accuracy; he was going for performance. Right, he's a performance artist. And sometimes he didn't feel like putting on a good performance because like the audience annoyed him or something. Yeah, so yeah. Just be shitty on purpose that sort of too. like the replacements they did the same thing uh wingshauser wingshauser in the chat referencing something we were talking about earlier says rob thinks he's ricky the dragon steamboat doing hindu squats at the gym what? <laughs> Just now i'm thinking about myself doing hindu squats and farting but mm-hmm. what is a hindu squat we're looking it up now for you the audience rob turns a hindu squat into a doo-doo squat uh, the Hindu squat. Uh, I think it's just a regular. It's just a standing squat. Oh, it's just the. I see. Oh, we have. It's the way you bend your knees. You go all the way down. Darren. We have audio of a Hindu squat right here. Here it is. Goodbye to the people who hated on me. Goodbye to the people who loved me. Uh, Kyle actually had another question. He said, if you became invisible, what would you do first? Boy, that's I always wanted to fly instead of being invisible. Invisible is fine. Well, the question is invisible, What would I do first? I'd find a way to enrich myself uh, with lots of money that doesn't hurt anybody. Like yeah. take money from Armored someone. Armored car, just yeah. run off with exactly. Bravo Eggs. Bank. Yeah, yeah. I'd go and do a bunch of stuff that I can't afford. I would invisible. Yeah. That too. I would. I would. I would ensure the security of my livelihood for the rest of my life with about a hundred million dollars. Maybe but assassinate a few choice individuals. I don't think I would be able to kill. No, I, I don't I, even no, like I totally to. Won't. I don't even like to kill animals. Sneak into like, shows, oh, so flies easily. and shit. So easily sneak into shows. Yeah. You do that already. If you were invisible, you'd save twenty bucks. What the fuck is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, like big shows. Steal all the money big, and then you can shows. buy tickets. There are people I would like to see dead, but there's no. I would not do it myself. Even if enough. you knew for a would you guys? Uh, would them. you guys do anything creepy like uh, going to the men's locker room at wrestling? Stalk, uh, no. I was going to say stalk women that you find attractive. Stalk? I'm and a married like, man. See, huh? see, stalk your wife. I don't have to stalk her. She lives with me. She just walk into the room. She wouldn't see you. Well, she was away, though, for the last like five days or so. She just came home on Sunday. No wonder why you look so much skinnier. <laughs> what is that not eating. Oh, I, I ate plenty when she wasn't there. I just ate junk and didn't have home-cooked meals. Mm. Uh, oh, and uh, uh, Rob. Rob-a-ba from last week had a follow-up to Rob with two B's if you recall he asked a great question but I forgot what it was <laughs> if I, you could be invisible uh, 
Oh, he was he, he was the one who asked about like uh, the Jewish stuff. Like, why do we refer to ourselves as Jewish? Mm-hmm. That was a and great question. And if you if you didn't hear last week's show, go and listen to that. That was a great question. Yeah, Leroy. So, Sid, you were questioning if the person asking was male or not, and why they had two B's in their name. I was so, questioning if they were male. Yes. All right. And so he responds, "I am a male," and stole the Rob with two B spelling from Rob Flynn. Then he points out that he's been using Comic Sans every day since he purchased his first PC. Nice. Two decades ago, he never stopped using it and genuinely doesn't know the story behind why it's weird to use Comic Sans. Yeah, I didn't realize it either until very late in the game. I am a boy, first of all. I can only assume it's because everyone was using it back in the day, so people got sick of it. I don't think it's that. I think yeah, it's, I think it is that. I and I, I well, I'm not extremely anti Comic Sans. I play along with it for the show, but like, it's just whatever. But I think it's just so informal. I think it just it looks. It's informal, and then it's so widely used. Like, so it's informal, and then being used at like a business for a, a sign, and then it's. But like, I don't no, think don't that's true com- because look at other things. Like, look at like uh, Times New Roman. Like that's used like incessantly. That's, yeah, default. But it's. But it's, you know, no one ridicules it like they ridicule Comic Sans. It's because of the way it looks. It just looks like yeah. balloon letters, you know? Sid, why do you like it? I've explained every- this before. You There's like it because a- everyone hates it. No, no, no. I had no idea. For the for no, years to be fair, I used he's, it, he's I had no idea people hated it. For, yeah, over true. a decade. You but, like it more because people hate it, I think. I just, no, I feel weird. I don't understand why people <laughs> need to have an opinion about a fucking font. Everyone um, does that shit. Uh, th- my favorite zine of all time is a zine oh, called Comet right. Bus, mm-hmm. and it, he handwrites it and then copies it. And Comic Sans looks almost exactly like his handwriting in the zine. So I was like, "Oh, that's cool! It looks like Comet Bus." There's Fox. still zines, by the way. He does. He still does it. He's like in forties, fifties now, but he still wow. does it like once a year, once yeah. every other year. He, uh, but yeah, that's that's why I was like, "Oh, this this font looks like uh, the Comet Bus font. Oh, cool. I'll use that." There you have it. If you want to send us a question anytime during the week, day or night, 90 you can seconds. email. You have 90 seconds to do it. Yeah, now go. Day or night, you can email hatemail at metalinjection.net and uh, we'll read it on the show and answer it at the end of the show. You could also leave us a voicemail, as I've mentioned. Go to metalinjection.net slash livecast. Scroll down a little bit to the speak pipe widget. You could record something with your computer microphone or uh, with your mobile app, uh, some sort of mobile app you download. Uh, and if you don't want to do that, uh, record a voice memo and email it to hatemail at metalinjection.net. You could also uh, MMS hatemail at metalinjection.net or SMS hatemail at metalinjection.net. That's a lot of MSs. That's right. And, uh, of course, we are on social media. We post every day. We post fun links. We post stuff we talked about on the show, photos. Like I posted something from the Romstein show. By the way, Romstein, amazing! You guys of need course. to go see them live. It, it's the most I have. spectacular live show. Oh, that's right. We went to see them in Madison Square Garden a few years ago, like eight mm-hmm. years ago. That was a how one- quickly you forget, Rob. A wonderful experience. It was wonderful. I, I actually, I haven't been front row at a concert in I don't know how long because mm-hmm. you know I'm a giant. Also, I usually get to shows late, so I'm always just in the back. It's like not worth it to fight up. But we, you I, were we, invisible. 
We <laughs> there you well, go. That's right what I was saying. That's what I was saying. Go to shows. Now you know his pain, Sid. Yeah. Uh, for this one, we this was at Jones Beach, which is an amphitheater. Oh, it's seats, right? So it's a seat. Well, there was a GA pit, which I didn't know this. Now they have a little GA pit at the oh. at the floor at the very front. Uh, and we got there early because I got to interview uh, one of the guitarists, Paul. And so we got there so early. Once we were done. By the way, I can't tell you how professional they're oper- like. They're a fucking legit band. This is a they're eight hundred years old. Giant production. Yeah, no, it's it was very impressive. And also, you know, like the, their shows are so involved that they have to. Yes, yes, the pyrotechnics it. are insane. Yeah, like drums. one one miss, like one misstep or something, and someone's up in flames, like literally burnt because there's mm-hmm. live was there flames fire. on the show. And flames, thankfully, was not on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, because we were there early, so we finished the interview and immediately after the interview, they were like, you guys, I'm sorry, you guys, you cannot stay back here. You have to go into the crowd. And it was just as doors open, like right before doors open. So we got to walk into the pit area before anybody else. And we were just like, all right, we'll just stand right here in the middle of the front. And it was I've never seen a show that close before. And, And also it was a respectful enough crowd where it wasn't like. And push you back. Yeah, it wasn't a death sentence to be so upfront, uh, and no one was really crowd surfing. So it was a, it was an incredible show. They put on such a spe- it was like a wrestling show, in the sense that there were like high spots, like they yeah. with their pyro, like they, they they started with like, okay, decent pyro, like you know at the time it was like whoa this is so cool, but then by the end of the show the the it got so crazy that it made the beginning of the show look like kids play, you know, like they were. They had guitars that had fire torches. They had masks that breathe fire, just fire coming out of everywhere. They had a gun that shot uh, like a, a firework into the crowd and then boomeranged back and exploded on stage. It, it was insane. Highly recommend it. But anyway. the music? Was oh, music the music is, is great as well, but yeah. it's like they're putting on a show in addition to the. Did music. they play Duhast? Of course, oh, of course, they on. have to play. They have to play it. It was good. They wonder... played a lot of great. Uh... That's their stab. Everybody said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played... wonder if they ever tried to like fart and and do the fire thing. Oh. Do farts. Do farts. 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 Farten. Germans Nein. do that. You know they do that. Yeah. You know they do that. <laughs> that's why. That's really why they kicked Rob out of the backstage area. There's oh. the fart and shit orgy that had to happen before the show started. I knew it. <laughs> any, any needles in the penis on stage there? Uh, no needles in the penis, but they did put the uh, synth player into this uh, bath and then shot <laughs> fireworks into the uh, like a bathtub. And then they shot fireworks into the bathtub and like Damn. exploded the bathtub. Damn! And then he just like got up out of it like it, it, it wasn't no thing. The right. singer had a uh, like a the equivalent of like you know like a explosive strapped to his chest that blew up. Great time for that! Like yeah, fireworks. It was How great. Sensitive. Yeah. No, it was fine. It was art. It wasn't like they're not doing that spot in Manchester when they play there. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, Have some fucking respect. I guess that's true. It was it was a it was a wonderful show. Anyway, Facebook.com slash metal injection livecast. That's our Facebook. Yeah, We're on come Twitter. And talk to us on there. We're also on Twitter at MI Livecast. I am on Twitter and Facebook as well. Rob Injection. Noah, you are Noah Injection. 
Sid is bland injection. Don't. Sid is not on Facebook. He refuses it. But Darren is on Facebook. Yes, mm-hmm. I am. I you checked can... the live cast Facebook, though. Don't forget to thank Trey also. Yes. Oh, thank you, Trey from Dying Fetus, for calling in. Wings of Steel. Wings, Wings of Steel. Steel. Wings of Steel. It still sounds like an NES game to me. And uh, thank you to all of you, or just you, the person listening right now, because you're the one that keeps us going. Yes. Thank you. We love you. And if we, we're going to get out of here. But uh, we're going to leave you with a familiar tune. who is just delusional. Sid's been worried about me for 25 years. Okay. Okay. Sid's been worried about me for 25 years. Sid's had a fascination with me that goes back so many years. I'll let Rob shit on me naked. I bet he has a hairy taint. Oh, come on, of course. Murder! Ugh. Ugh. Where do you put your duty? People are assholes. I poop so much. I look like a shitty angel. Give me the meat. Get to the part where you're interesting. Give me the meat. Kings of Leon are so shitty. Oh. Gotta let them nuts hang. Ugh. Put it in my tussie. Ugh. Duty lips. I got all this HIV and you can't have any of it. My wiener. Yeah! It's tough to close the deal with a goat. It'd be like a circle jerk except with uh, poo instead of cum. Stress child is boring to me. To please my suck palate. I'd rather fuck Fred Flintstone. How like, can you gag on a four-inch dick? Rob? He just 
use the pinky because you'll be able to wedge it in deeper. Stop screaming, I'm trying to jerk off in here. Murder!